Hey folks, you own firearms? I do. Did you know that there's an easy way for you to let everyone around you quickly see whether your firearm is loaded or unloaded? Meet muzzle stick, barrel, and chamber flags. Muzzle stick, chamber, and barrel flags offer a way for anyone, whether they handle firearms or not, to quickly see the loaded or unloaded status of a firearm. That could save lives. Are you one of nearly 80% of firearms owners that keep a loaded gun out of the safe for personal protection? Well, Taking an extra precaution by using muzzle sticks, big bright barrel, and chamber flags will let everyone around you know if the firearm is loaded or unloaded. Muzzle stick does not recommend keeping a loaded firearm outside of a gun safe, but the reality is that some people do. And a clearly marked gun's status communicates to others around that may not have firearm handling experience and it is something that they would not want to handle. Muzzle stick is not intended to replace the rules of firearm safety. However, their chamber and barrel flags do offer firearms rapid clear identification, and that could save lives. It's time for you to do everything you can to be a safe and responsible firearms owner. Head over to muzzlestick, M-U-Z-L-S-T-I-K dot com to place your order. One more time, that's muzzlestick, M-U-Z-L-S-T-I-K dot com. After all, we only have one life to live. Hello, America, and welcome to a new edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News, where today we're going to have a conversation about censorship. That's right. Censorship like Facebook, Twitter, and the mainstream media prohibiting the American people from finding out about the Hunter Biden laptop during the election of 2020, or censorship like various prominent voices on a daily basis being bumped off social media for just questioning public sentiment public policy, how we address or talk about transgender people, how we deal with questions of election integrity, how we deal with questions about public health policy as it relates to the COVID-19 pandemic. No matter what side of the political aisle you're on, you have to have some concern about the state of censorship, the state of the First Amendment in America today, because we see it being weaponized. We see it being applied indiscriminately. Sometimes very uneven examples. I'll give you a great example. I got suspended for seven days on Twitter for a story that other people also socialized and didn't get suspended. So why did I get, and the other people who said sentiments even more out there than mine, I just simply socialized the headline. I made no commentary. So we know that there's some unevenness. We've heard from liberals like Alan Dershowitz. He's concerned. It's a real dynamic. And today we're going to bring two people to you. One who just was kicked off of Twitter, suspended. Charlie Kirk from TPUSA, Turning Point in USA. He's going to tell us a little bit about why he got kicked off, what's going on, why we should be concerned about it. And then somebody who is taking action now to begin an investigation into censorship, Twitter, Facebook, particularly as it relates to the Hunter Biden laptop, Congressman Daryl Isom of California. He is likely to be a powerful committee chairman next year if Republicans gain control of the House. That's an if, right? But he's going to be taking action now, months before Republicans have control, to preserve evidence. He's going to talk a little bit about what he's trying to do with that. So two great guests, someone who just got censored, somebody who's intent on getting to the bottom of the truth about what this censorship is, who's driving it, is it being applied evenly, fairly, is it consistent with the First Amendment, does Section 230 need to be changed, the 
liability immunity that Facebook and Twitter have got. That's what today's conversation is. I don't want to spend any time preaching about it. I want to jump right into the conversation. So without further ado, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, Congressman Darrell Issa first up to talk about why he is taking investigative action now for an investigation that might not get launched until next year. And then followed up by that, Charlie Kirk, the founder of Turning Point USA, on what he did to get kicked off of Twitter and why it's so concerning for him. We'll have both of them right after the commercial break. Hey folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews and extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook uh, uh, vegetable dinners, and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning, and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly, I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down, and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you your 100% money back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick. House Nutrition, and of course, Field of Greens. All you got to do to take advantage of this offer, visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Don't wait. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS for 15% off. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. Always glad to have this guest on the show because he brings news, he brings know-how, he brings investigative know-how. Joining me right now is Congressman Daryl Issa from the great state of California. Congressman, great to have you on the show today. Well, great to be back, John. And uh, today's uh, an interesting time as we hit uh, almost the one-month mark of the Ukrainian people defending their country 
uh, and the President of the United States denying them some of the assets that they're asking for uh, in defense of their own country. Pretty amazing. I know how frustrating it is for you because you've always been an advocate of defending freedom. Is Biden going to come around on this? Are the Ukrainians going to hold out long enough? Does Russia cry uncle, you think, because they're not doing as well as people thought? Well, you know, I got to be sitting in the audience when the Speaker of the House announced what a great honor it was to introduce this great president of a free country fighting for itself. There's a lot to be said for Nancy Pelosi and and Chuck Schumer making the decision to split to a great extent with President Biden and, and being all in for these people have a right to their freedom and we should be helping them. Uh, So yes, I think that it will push Biden. Uh, For once, Congress is certainly not dragging him to the left, but rather bringing him back to the center. Yeah, it's an amazing thing. And he's he's really led from behind. It's required the threat or action of Congress every time to get him to take even incremental steps at helping um, Ukraine. What was your, when you listened to Zelensky, I mean, he was a guy that used to be a comedian. He was kind of a middling president for a while. Uh, were you amazed by his command or his ability to motivate his people to defend their freedom? Um. It was very Reagan-esque, and uh, another actor who rose to the occasion uh, time and time again. Uh, You know, I I hearken back to 1988 when Ronald Reagan took on the Iranians, uh, sinking some of their ships when they were sinking oil tankers uh, in the Gulf uh, during the Iran-Iraq War. And, uh, you know, he he went way past where people thought he would go. But he did so incrementally, and he did so with uh, a deliberate effort, and the Iranians backed off. Quite frankly, it ended, helped end the Iran-Iraq war. But the the fact is, that kind of opportunity is what President Zelensky is rising to, and and Joe Biden isn't. I've called Joe Biden a bystander because I think uh, it's not that he's not in charge. It's not that he's not aware. It's that he's decided that wait and see works. And uh, two days before uh, the invasion, when uh, uh, Putin was still claiming that it was just exercises, uh, there was a 65-minute call by President Biden. Had that been President Reagan on that call, Putin would have known that there was going to be whatever was necessary to stop him if he invaded that country, which is different than uh, there would be consequences. Uh, And that's the difference between a bystander who says there'll be consequences, which you look and say, well, I'm going to deal with the consequences. And somebody who says, no, you will not remain in that country if you enter it, uh, which is what a Reagan would have said, that no, you just don't get to have it, period. Yeah, such a big difference, such a contrast, and uh, such an important um, moment for Americans to absorb the difference in approach, peace through strength versus peace through appeasement. It's a it's a real head-scratcher for sure. Um, you have been uh, an outspoken, as you have for all your life, you've always been a champion of freedom, but in the last few days, you've really put it on the line on Twitter, calling out Twitter for censoring the Babylon Bee. I think you had a funny one like, can't take a joke, Twitter, what's up with you guys? Um, you've spoken out about all these things. You've also talked about the Post and New York Times rewriting history in the Hunter Biden thing. Tell me what concerns you about this moment of collusion. You've got the security state writing a 50-person letter that turns out to be a false allegation that the laptop is uh, Russian disinformation. The media censoring it, social media censoring it. 
what can you do to make a difference, to try to change and learn what happened and change uh, the culture that's now emerged in America that censorship's okay? Well, there's a small crime and a big crime. Uh, Hunter Biden is a small criminal who leveraged, with the help of his father, uh, millions of dollars from uh, Russia and Ukraine. Uh, and, and he clearly had his father's help riding on Air Force Two, having his father uh, shut down an investigation of some of his business partners and the like. But that's a small crime. And he's a small criminal, even if he is the son of the president of the United States. And even if the president of the United States was in the middle of it all, that's single stage corruption. And I can live with the fact I can live with Biden finishing out his term as corrupt as we now know he is. What I can't live with is the fact that when the New York Post, one of the 10 oldest uh, print, you know, uh, newspapers in the country founded in 1801, when they come out with credible evidence, which they can show how they got it, what their sources were, there weren't there were no hidden sources on this. They not only get shut down by, you know, these leftist new media, if you will, Facebook and Twitter, But they got shut down by the New York Times. They got shut down by public broadcasting. They got shut down by virtually everyone. And they were shut down by having more than 50 of the most informed uh, people in the intelligence world all saying that they knew that this was false information. That is a a conspiracy of monumental uh, size in order to do it. Now, some of them were, if you will, happy co-conspirators without making phone calls or, right. or yes. receiving emails. Didn't need, a call, others, yeah. Didn't need a conspirator. But others, <laughs> exactly. But others obviously coordinated their effort, knew what the others were doing. That is where we're asking to have the evidence preserved. And when we receive uh, the ability to subpoena again, we don't expect that they're going to give us what we ask for this week or this month. Uh, but on the anticipation that the House will return to the majority, this is an investigation that has to be done because shutting down the First Amendment is now become a pattern uh, of new media, but also it's becoming a pattern of, of old media, media and, and there aren't very many older than the New York Times. And if, if that gray lady on the 24th uh, paragraph of an article says, oh, by the way, we were wrong about that more than a year later, uh, what happens? Nothing. That has to change. Uh, certainly, Jim Jordan and the rest of us who are talking about changes in, in Section 230, we're not talking about eliminating protection if you leave something up. But we are seriously have to create a situation in which you are, if you take down somebody's free speech, there has to not only not be a, a shield from your being sued, there has to be an implicit you can be sued uh, and worse if what you've done is infringe on people's uh, right to be heard, even if we disagree. Yeah, it's so true. It used to be that we would respect the differences, but we wouldn't try to censor or silence each other. And today, one side thinks silencing is not only okay, they think it's like righteous to do. It's it's a remarkable change in philosophy. I had um, uh, the great uh, Harvard Law professor on here, Alan Dershowitz, he's like, liberals have lost their head. We used to be the people that stood for free speech. What's going on here? He was he, he was in disbelief. So you are going to send preservation letters and say, please preserve evidence in advance of a likely investigation next year if Republicans get into office. Uh, who are you going to target? Who, who are some of the people that should get this letter and get this evidence preserved? There will be... Uh 
the, the basic list, uh, 50 uh, people who spoke up or signed letters saying that they knew uh, that this was misinformation. Uh, a few uh, groups like the New York Times, obviously, uh, and it will take it will take a subpoena and time to get anything from them. For sure. Uh, but obviously the new media, the Facebook and Twitter, uh, who who made the decision to shut it down, uh, who that person talked to, what their texts were and the like, uh, because there obviously was, and I hate the use of this word since it was false when it was first used, but collusion yeah. uh, at the highest levels. And, and you know, again, the the we, when we do investigations, we have one legitimate reason to do investigations, and that is, uh, especially in the private sector, when it's going to lead to legislation. Our country needs legislation to protect the First Amendment, and we need it now. And I'll just give you an extreme example. We all understand that if you're on trial, uh, whether civil or criminal, uh, you have a right to, to a lawyer who. who puts out your point of view in the most positive way. Well, I've, I've certainly seen both criminal and civil proceedings for years. And the one thing that I know is when the two lawyers describe the truth, one of them is telling something that isn't true normally. Yeah, uh, exactly. And, but the system of defense requires that you be allowed to state what might not be true. If we are going to say that, quote, well, that wasn't credible, so we're taking it all down, we're essentially making a decision that no longer can, do you, can you have a defense of yourself or a prosecution of somebody else because one of them is going to be eliminated from free speech. That's so amazing. we begin in the public media, but the whole idea that something is going to be stricken, if this is allowed to stand, then a judge can say, well, I'm not going to let you present uh, your defense of what happened because it's not credible. So I'm just going to strip you of that. Well, you're guilty if only one side is there uh, accusing you. That is what is at stake. And, you know, the First Amendment uh, is the one that, that protects our democracy. And the Second Amendment is often said to be the one that protects the First Amendment. Right, right now, there is an attack on free speech. Everything else will be washed away uh, in the annals of history if we cannot have, if you will, I love this term, the diversity of opinion that used to be common on college campuses and certainly used to be on the pages of the major newspapers, both left and right, uh, since Ben Franklin uh, was expressing himself. And quite frankly, could you imagine if when we, our Constitution was being considered if the federal, and sold, if the Federalist Papers had been banned, we would not have been able to ratify the very country we are today. You've got to, and by the way, the idea of, of this union that was going to be much more than just a confederation, it was pretty controversial and it had it to be sure sold. Was. Yeah. So it doesn't matter where in our history, far or near, we have to have that. And, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm very sympathetic to the fact that uh, we now understand things about COVID that many of the things people were saying early on uh, were washed away. And only now we're kind of understanding, oh, well, you know, we should have understood more about this disease sooner. But, of course, anyone who wasn't in lockstep with uh, the so-called in people found themselves taken right off Facebook. Yeah, that's so really true. there's plenty of examples, not just Hunter Biden. It happens that since Hunter Biden was stealing millions of dollars, 
using his father as influence and according to these uh, uh, emails on his uh, laptop, sharing that money with his father, of course, this is one we should investigate the underlying criminal activity but the story of, of it being taken down just weeks before the election, likely changing the outcome of the election. Uh, you know, I didn't vote for Joe Biden, but I certainly wouldn't have voted for him if I'd seen this in advance and said, well, I'm not going to have a corrupt person in, in the White House, somebody who's going to use their position to steal using their family. Uh, that's the third world we don't want to become. And I think many voters would have felt the same. So uh, did it affect the outcome of an election? Yes. Was it similar to the accusation of Russian collusion? Yes. The difference was this one was true and the other was false. Yeah, such an important point. It really is. And um, th this balance is there. So the uh, at the end of the day, the investigations will get us the facts. Who was collaborating? Who was talking to each other? Who did what? Why did they do it? Did they apply a, a similar standard to Republicans and Democrats or liberals and conservatives? Uh, the second part appears to be the need for a policy change. Now, you've been very outspoken about the need to touch uh, Section 230. Do you think if Republicans get control, they have the will to make the changes to 230 that will give uh, people who are wrongly censored by the system some opportunity to get justice? Absolutely. You know, Section 230, and I've talked to Chris Cox and others who, uh, Bob Goodlatte, who right. were there when they wanted this protection to promote the Internet, every one of them uh, that's still alive said the same thing, which was we wanted more free speech. And, and of course we did want reprehensible pornography and so on to be able to be taken down fairly quickly. Uh, those are the two reasons we did it. And we would never, never have given that immunity so they could take down one side of an opinion. It was never considered. And you know, Facebook has actually taken speeches on the Senate floor off as as misinformation now i personally think that there's some misinformation in the house and the senate i listen to it every day when nancy pelosi gets up but having said that nobody would have imagined when section 230 was being written that we, that it would take down the words of a house member or a u.s senator on the on the floor That's and right. yet that has happened so nothing could be easier than to say whatever legislation we write has to write that wrong. Yeah, no, that's a good goal. I think I think there's bipartisan support for getting things like that fixed. Really remarkable moment. Congressman, just real quick, I know you're real busy. When you look out over the next few weeks, obviously the Supreme Court nomination is taking up a lot of oxygen on the Hill, but what are the next most important things that Congress needs to address this year before the election? The most important thing we really need to do is set the stage for next year. Uh, that includes uh, sending instructions that NATO never be a bystander again, uh, that candidly, the president's deal on Iran is on a bipartisan basis. I, I, somebody who's my friend to me over in the Senate, uh, Bob Menendez, and I agree on this, that a deal that gives billions of dollars to Russia as we speak and lets Iran export its oil and get back into missile development and, and uh, a nuclear deal with Russia is a non-starter. So there's a bipartisan bicameral support for pushing back, and that's timely. The last one, and the one that most people d sort of, it's so bad that nobody really understands, 
Uh, Congress has to take a real firsthand stand on the cause of inflation, which includes the supply chain interruptions that the president has stood by, but it also includes the most important part of a modern economy, which is energy. We've got to get set the stage for getting back to being a net energy exporter, a supplier of affordable, clean energy, which includes certainly natural gas. And until we're ready to do that, uh, we're and you know we're not going to be in that position. Now, once we get back, do we do I want to pass a parent bill of rights for uh, when your children are sent to public or private education? Absolutely. I think that the last few months have shown us that you can't count on the teachers union uh, to respect parents' rights. In right. some cases, you can't count on states to enforce their own laws. Uh, Virginia is starting to. But uh, I think we're going to see some of those sort of uh, bigger pictures. Uh, but right now, Republicans have to stand up for people who are dying in Ukraine, for a system that is depriving the American people of affordable energy. You know, Bloomberg uh, just the other day or just today, I think, came out and told us we need to eat lentils instead of meat. That is the most Jimmy Carter thing <laughs> I've heard since he told us to turn down the thermostat I remember. and wear a sweater. Yeah. Drive uh, 55, the, uh, that's right. Exactly. And we are not and should not be a country of losers who say, oh, we're, we're going to preserve our way into slower poverty. That's not America, never has been, never will be. So all of those are the messages we're pushing back. I will say that a number of Democrats, perhaps out of self-interest, are beginning to talk to us positively about supporting us, particularly on revitalizing energy. Uh, uh, one of the California Democrats who is sort of shy, uh, uh, Lou Carrera, you know, shook his head the other day and said, I can't understand why the governor wants to close down Bakersfield. That's our source of Indian, uh, you know, energy independence. Well, that's a good sign that uh, that some people are waking up and we only need five people to wake up and yeah. we can change the outcome on the House floor. That's a big movement. That's right. Congressman, it's always an honor to have you on the show. We always get a lot of wisdom and a lot of news out of it. And I really want to thank you. No, we're going to get you back on again because a lot more is coming. A lot of people are going to be excited by the announcement you have today of these preservation letters. Well, and we're going to we're going to stick with it. One thing I'm known is is a watchdog or sometimes a bulldog. We're not letting go of this until we get to the entire truth. Yeah, a lot of Americans are standing right in your corridor cheering that on for sure, sir. Thanks so much. Thanks so much, John. Take care. You as well. Okay, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, Charlie Kirk's going to join us to talk about the later censorship of him on Twitter right after this commercial break. Thanks. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time 
IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. So glad to welcome my friend Charlie Kirk to the show. He has another amazing story about censorship. Charlie, what happened today? Yeah, so we sent out this tweet. I'm going to read it word for word, John, uh, just so that your audience can understand what's happening. So we sent out this tweet about the new person who runs, um, I think, the admiral, four-star admiral of the health department or something of the um, Department of Defense and said, quote, we said Richard Levine spent 54 years of his life as a man, which is totally factually true. He had a wife and a family. He transitioned to being a woman in 2011. Joe Biden appointed Levine or Levine to a four-star admiral and is now USA Today has named Rachel Levine as woman of the year. Where are the feminists? So there's nothing in here that is inaccurate. There's nothing in here that uh, is harassing. But Twitter says this, quote, you violated our rules against hateful conduct. You may not promote violence against, threaten or harass other people on the basis of race, ethnicity, national origin, sexual orientation, gender, gender identity, religious affiliation, age, disability or serious disease. So we didn't do any of those things. And so now we don't have access to our Twitter account for violating hateful conduct. It's unreal. It's unreal. There is just an effort to force conformity in the way Democrats want language to be, in the way they want people to think. And there's no chance to protest. Our country was built as one giant protest. We were a giant protest against tyranny of of England. And here they are today. uh, Basically, the New England is uh, the big tech censors of America. What can you do? What do you want to do with this one? Well, so we only our choice first on this incident is unfortunately binary. Right. So we can either delete it uh, or and then get our Twitter account back. So it's basically a hostage situation and or not delete it. And then we don't really know. It's either that we may never get access to our Twitter account back. They might say you're off for a week. That's kind of murky. We're not going to delete it. Uh, I refuse to bend the knee to Twitter. Um, A couple of years ago, I might have deleted it just because Twitter used to be really important. And honestly, the way I've reacted to this has actually been really self-instructive, John, which actually Twitter's not as important as it used to be, right? It's not. We have Truth Social. We have Getter. We have Rumble. We have all these kind of new platforms out there. Not to say Twitter has no importance, but it's nowhere near the communication tool it used to be. Um, And I was right near that kind of beginning of the conservative kind of Twitter space as Donald Trump started to get on it. So, you know, we're not going to delete it. That's what we're going to do. 
Yeah, well, standing by your guns is the right thing to do. And and uh, you're right about Twitter. It used to be like 60 or 70 million people in America. It's down below 39 mm -hmm. million. And, you know, the rise of these new alternatives are really the panacea to this. Competition has always solved America's problems in the free marketplace. How much action do you see on, uh, when you go to Getter, when you go to Truth particularly? I see a lot of action here now. It's almost as though it's as more powerful in reaching people as Twitter. And yet it's much smaller. I mean, it's just started. It's a baby. It's crawling. Um, yep. Do you see the same phenomenon? I do. And you had a great story. Thank you. On justthenews.com where you mentioned one of our quotes and you're exactly yeah. right. I mean, just so we used to on Twitter, get a hundred to 150,000 retweets a day. Uh, Axios wow. had us as one of the top five Twitter accounts on the planet. That was, yeah. that was during when Twitter used to actually be a platform worth discussing on. Now we get between a good day, five to 7,000 retweets. So now we go to true social and we'll see 10 times what we're seeing on Twitter. And with a smaller audience, I was like, oh, wow, this is how it used to be, right? When the audience can actually see your stuff and be engaged and actually be informed of what you're doing. So um, we, we are seeing, thankfully, the, comp the competitive landscape hopefully start to solve some of this. Um, and I mean, look, Twitter has decided to be basically a Democrat super PAC for a bunch of journalists to talk amongst themselves. That's basically what it's become. Um, yeah. Nothing in my That's tweet. A good description. Yeah. Nothing yeah. in my tweet is hateful. Nothing is inaccurate. But you're not even now allowed to share facts on Twitter that might threaten the regime. Yeah, such an amazing moment, Charlie. Well, your courage, your willingness to stand up for speech, speech is exactly what our founding fathers wanted. Thank and you. Uh, as crazy as this is, it, uh, you're doing the right thing. And the, this ecosystem that's coming up around us is going to solve this problem. There's no doubt about it. I agree completely. That's right. Well, thank you, my friend, for bringing you, us John. up to date on such an egregious form of censorship. We're on top of it. You bet. Speak to you soon. You have a good day, my friend. Thanks. See you, John. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up for the day. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. So glad you can join us today. Very exciting conversation to hear Daryl Issa talk about his plans for investigation and Charlie Kirk to talk about why it's so frustrating that you can't express opinion on what's supposed to be an opinion forum. This idea that it's extraordinary in today's world to have somebody define the truth for us, as opposed to being able to define your own truth or your own opinion. These are big issues that aren't going to go away anytime soon, but they're real. And there's something that we need to, on a daily basis, be talking about and getting ahead of. It's definitely a real issue, one that needs to be addressed every day. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports. Hey, remember I told you I got a box in the mail this past weekend from 
my good friends and the partners of this show, iTarget Pro, I am just enamored with this system. It is a revolutionary way to dry fire your handgun, to do it safely in the confines of your home without expending any ammunition, but getting all of the benefits of practicing how to target how to prepare for the kickback of the gun. This is a revolutionary 21st century way to safely and privately practice with your weapon at home. It has an incredible app for your smartphone, incredible target, a laser bullet. This is one of the coolest ways, if you're a handgun owner, to stay skilled, to stay trained, to practice safety and not expend any ammunition or not do anything that can jeopardize anyone's safety. That's a good thing, right? And our friends at iTargetPro have an incredible deal. If you go to i, the letter i, targetpro.com, you're going to save 10% if you just use the code just news, one word. You're also going to get free shipping. So 10% off and free shipping. If you want to get your iTarget Pro system, all you do, go to iTarget Pro, tell them the type of weapon you have, sign up, use the just news code word when you're checking out, you're going to get 10% off and free shipping. What a good deal. For anyone who's a Second Amendment fan, a responsible gun owner, practicing safely is a good thing and this does it in the most modern of ways with a cell phone app or a smartphone app and a laser bullet and an incredible target system you're going to love it i target pro glad to have him as a partner on the show so glad to get my product for my nine millimeter this weekend very exciting all right folks that wraps up another edition of john solomon reports the podcast from justin news have a great night may god bless you and may god bless this extraordinary country of the united states as he always has Check out justthenews.com 24-7. We got you covered. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now.